Ladies and gentlemen, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in two minutes. Excellent listening locations are still available all around Showcase Promenade. Due to the use of alcohol and opinions around the lagoon, for your safety, we request that you remain on the promenade side of all railings. During the show, please watch your step and take small children firmly by the hand. Once again, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in just two minutes. Thank you. episode of the Diz Explorers podcast, where each episode we explore the many avenues of the great Disney universe. So this week is myself and two of the lovely ladies. We've got Adrian and Jessica. And uh, Milford may possibly be joining us later on and he is en route to to, uh, somewhere. And uh, Melanie's off uh, hobnobbing at her new DVC resort. Um, getting ridiculous room upgrades and uh, living the, living the Melanie life. She's fancy. Isn't this like twice? She's fancy spicing it up all over the place. Yes, I believe this is the second time she's gotten some ludicrous upgrade like that. <sighs> oh, we don't have anything else here. Take the two bedroom suite. It's okay. Right. It's like really. <laughs> Never happens to me. But no. Whatever. And and even better, I think it's just her and her husband. So there's not even like any kids there to mess it up. <laughs> ridiculous. So, Melanie, we love you. Yes, we, we do. only complain because you aren't here. That's right. And you, we're so jealous. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be doing the same if it was if it was the other way around. It is true. <laughs> Especially if it was me. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, we hope you and guys, uh, everybody, enjoyed our last episode um, for our first one of 2020. And uh, so this week, and continuing with all the new. Um, I don't know, I guess media stuff, since we kind of talked about Star Wars, uh, the new movie last week. Um, the next big giant thing that happened since, you know, last time, you know, since towards the end of last year was the introduction of the Disney Plus streaming service. And, uh, yeah, I think it was probably, that was probably the first thing that I believe because this is what we base everything on now is how how the Disney Twitter people react to anything. I believe it was for the first time in probably forever <laughs> that uh, everybody was in agreement about something, that it was pretty awesome no matter what you were watching. Um, I'm sure there was you know, complaints here and there, how come it doesn't have this or when is this going to be available? But all in all, 
I don't remember hearing any outrage, other than maybe pricing yeah. and packages and how it was bundled if you already had services. Or it didn't matter to me what I had and what I didn't have. I was paying for it and getting the yearly subscription or two years, whatever I did, and it didn't matter. Don't care what it's coupled with and not coupled with. I don't need to get that ridiculous with it. So we're not going to talk about any of that <laughs> on here because none of that matters. It's the content. <laughs> It is the content and the uh, you know what's what's available at your fingertips. Um, right. So the I'm trying. What the, did you start with? I was just gonna say. So the very first thing I watched is I sat down, I set it up, and my youngest, my so my seven year old was sitting on the couch with me, Dominic, and I said, uh, I said, all right, I'm gonna flip through. I want to. So I'm going through and seeing everything. I obviously saw the Mandalorian and just saw the. Imagineering story and all the big shows and the original stuff and went through like the movies but I flipped right back down to the cartoons and the shorts and I saw a bunch of old Mickey cartoons from when I was a kid that I remember watching that I had probably VHS tapes of and the very first thing I watched on there was the short uh, I don't remember what year it's from but it's called The Band Concert because I just remember that one being funny and really liking it as a kid um, as a fan of classical music and the William Tell Overture and the whole chaos that ensues um, that follows along with the song. And it's just classic Mickey Mouse as the conductor and Donald Duck being a pain in the ass and uh, <laughs> causing havoc and, you know, and everything that goes along with it. So it's a great little, whatever, five, you know, six, seven minutes short. And, uh, and he laughed and he sat on the couch the whole time and didn't say a word. So to me, that's a success. Uh, so that was literally yeah. the very first thing that I watched. And then we watched a few more. Whatever shorts they had there, I watched a couple more. I think Plane Crazy was on there, Clock Cleaners. And a lot of the old classic ones I remember watching and enjoying all the way through my adolescence. So those were the first things that I watched before I dove into any other sort of series. How about you, gals? I started with Imagineering Story. <laughs> first thing. I know you're shocked. <laughs> I, I was a late adopter of Disney Plus because I was trying to figure out what bundle to get. So I was a couple <laughs> weeks in. So the first thing I watched was the Frozen Arendelle Yule Log. <laughs> I we, lost my mind. I was so excited. I've been we, saying this to anybody that will listen, that they need a Yule Log for every castle. Yeah, that would be cool. For today said every, every IP. You I totally am yeah. on board with that. <laughs> oh, I w I'd still play all year long. There's it's not a Christmas thing. It's just oh. It was cool. So we good. we had it on, I believe, Christmas morning as the background on the TV, and then just had some music, other music, regular Christmas music going along with it. But yes, it was uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, I was it would have been nice if it like did things here and there because um, there was a DVD called the Disney Magical Fireplace, and it, and it was um, mm -hmm. it was basically a Yule log, but every I don't know minute and a half or so. Either characters would would march in shadows through the fire, or like uh, fireworks would happen, or Tinkerbell would come and make pixie dust, and you could listen to it two ways. It either had bad Christmas music, instrumental music over it on a loop, or it just had the sound of a crackling fire. So I always chose the crackling fire, and then just put my own Christmas music on through the radio. So that we that was tradition for years while we were setting up the tree and Christmas morning, and so on and so forth. But yeah, this year it was the Arendelle Yule Log, for sure. Yeah. It made me think that Disney Plus needs to have an MTV Cribs-style <laughs> show where the characters give you a tour of their house, because I loved it so much. That would be hysterical. <laughs> uh, that would be funny. Yeah, I'd, um, I didn't start watching that, the Imagineering story, 
first. We and my wife and I only watched one episode because it's hard for two of us to sit down at the same time, and it's just because I go to bed so early, and then who's out with whatever kid with sports? So as soon as all the sports are wrapped up, which is about another six weeks, um, then I'd like her and I to, to sit down and just finish and finish watch or watch up to date because I, I don't. We watched the first one and that was it. I haven't even watched any of it by myself. So it is so good. You yeah. Get- totally up your alley i'll say you know i work in a nursing home so old people and disney are like my favorite things on the planet (laughs) so spoiler alert in the first episode jessica forgive me i can't remember who the imagineer was that helped to create uh the matterhorn but i can't either so i I can't remember but they took him up there and they were doing his part of the documentary up there and apparently it's tradition for cast members to sign oh yes yes oh my gosh and they they just asked him would you like to sign it and he was like yes yeah 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 and i was like oh my god i'm gonna cry right here it was fantastic i think it was was bob Gurr. no i can't remember i'm getting it wrong i I watched that one so i do remember seeing that yes they brought him up there with the basketball court and the whole deal Yeah, yeah yeah um yeah, so I mean, I've heard, you know, people talk about each episode as they have whatever on social media, but none of it's really spoiler because yeah. it's not like it's uh, leading up to any big major uh, uh, event. You know, everybody kind of knows yeah. what happens. It's just, it's just telling yeah. the story. But I know the first one I really did enjoy a lot of the um, just how they touched on it's it's just it's stuff you've heard and kind of known about, but it's just in a little more detail, I guess. Like the Mary Blair stuff, and uh, you know, just those pictures of mm-hmm. of them walking around through the swamp when it was just a swamp, and even for, uh, Disneyland in California, with you know, proximity to how close it was to the it, how it literally is just in the middle of a city, and you know, how everything all of a sudden surrounded it by the time it was done, and and the whole thing. I mean, yeah. you hear about it, but to see the old footage and the old clips and that like that, and hear them talking about it over that it's just cool it brings everything to a new light at least it did for me it did for me yeah so that yeah that stuff is fascinating to me the the ins and outs and the hows yeah i always like to know that and and when i was watching it i kept thinking too you know obviously we're big disney nerds so we think about this stuff a lot but the average park (laughs) visitor never thinks about these things so i feel like this series was a good opportunity for the average person to actually stop and appreciate this stuff and maybe see the parks in a new way yeah hopefully i really appreciated uh, i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you no no um i was gonna say that i really appreciated they talked about the levels of detail Yes. And that was something that I had never really thought about, even as a Dis nerd, in how they expected you to have a certain feeling and identity seeing things far away and then closer up and a little bit closer up and how much detail they expected in every single aspect of the park. Yes. And I mean, I knew that, but to hear it explained was really right. interesting to me. So have you done the uh, Keys to the Kingdom tour? No, I okay. want to. So that. you get a lot of that through through that. And I know Jessica, you've done the Disneyland one, um, the walking in Walt's footsteps. Yes. So and I know we've talked about it on here about the, the differences and similarities, but um so that listening to that part on the the little bit they touched on in the first episode of the Imagineering Story reminded me a lot of that tour because the guides, and I'm sure I know they all have certain things they have to talk about, but then they are encouraged to give their own 
uh, spin isn't the right word, but they they have to make it their own instead of their, you know, their stuff that Disney wants them to get out to you and the information that they want to provide. But then the the tour guides are definitely encouraged to make it their own and not just reading from a pamphlet or a, or a guidebook that has been provided during their training. Um, so each tour is different with a different person, obviously, and. But they really do, when you're walking down Main Street, point out stuff that, you know, I mean, yes, we, you know, Disney, consider ourselves Disney heirs. We do have a, of a, you know, a vast knowledge of, of many areas, but just listening, uh, you know, I, I, I wish I had this conversation with somebody else about this, I don't know, not that long ago. I wish I had retained a quarter of the information that that girl was talk, t- telling to us mm-hmm. throughout this tour. Uh, yeah. Because it's just, and they're not rushing you. They're not just, it's not just like uh, information dump. I mean, you're walking, she's pointing, you're, you're, or she, he, if you have a he, we had, we had a, a, a girl. Um, it's just, there's just so much. And for people, for someone like me who likes to soak that all in, and I hate that I can't remember everything mm-hmm. that quickly. You know, and you, you can't, there's no phones. It's not like you can record it. I'm sure I could have had a little notepad and write stuff down maybe. I don't even know if that's allowed either. But it's just, <laughs> there's just so much ins and out details like about the, um, you know, why why the train station is how it is. Why why Main Street is the force. Like why, why everything is set up the way it is. And, you know, the long and the short of it is it's, it's supposed to be like you're coming into a movie. Like it's a show. It's like you, you walk in coming under the train station the way that you can't see anything till you get out that's like the curtain opening walking down main street that's like the main act you get to the castle that's the finale so to speak because that's what you're you're leading up to that as you're walking down and everything's a, uh, a supporting role on either side it's like crazy but the way they explain it and they point out certain things and like weird it's and not even weird it's just the stuff that was thought of is insane like i could like i'm not super detail oriented in my own personal life but like when you go there you you kind of turn into it just because from going there so often you notice a lot of things but then when you dive into that kind of stuff and that stuff's like adrian said before it's right up my alley how things are built and and stuff like that because it's parallels to what i do for a living so it's just you know it's just super fascinating and it's just when you see it. So now every time I, I go there, like after we've took, taken this tour, I still try to look and be like, okay, yeah, that's what she was talking about. Make sure I still remember it and I still know what I'm talking about. So like if I ever just feel like being, you know, that guy to my to the kids, I'm like, oh, so this, you know, <laughs> but, you know, but I don't know. It's it's so, uh, it's crazy. Sorry, I know we went way, way off the Disney Plus topic, but well, <laughs> already. I mean, no, totally but it always just brings me back to like this is i mean we've talked about this ad nauseum too but it's why we why we love it so much because and you see throughout the imagineering story that every single person that touched disneyland disney world and the international parks too right like the love for it and the love for the guest experience yep just shines through yeah it wasn't just a job like okay you design this and make this it wasn't just maybe for the guys who did the actual physical building because that was all contracted out and none of them were actual employees of the walt disney company the craftsmen and everybody else but there were people because if you know if anybody who listens to this podcast is into the history and i know i've mentioned them before on here but the the uh the uh, retro wdw podcast is a fantastic podcast for um pre like 94 
or pre-90, actually. They, they kind of stop it when uh, MGM opened with, with what they deal with uh, in old Disney World stuff. But the Imagineers that they've had on there and, um, like, kids of, of people who worked, who were craftsmen, who built stuff on Main Street and had to do that force perspective and, and did all the little trim work and the nooks and crannies and the ins and outs of all these buildings and stuff... So the stories that those people have told, I remember their their parents or grandparents coming home saying, I, you know, we're working on Disney World today or I, you know, built the thing for Pinocchio's village house, you know, and there's not very many pictures from those people because, uh, you know, cameras were expensive and not everybody walked around with a camera because it was a big, huge thing. But if there are ones, there's there's a lot of books out about it if you really want to go down that path. But that's a great podcast to listen to if you want to hear about that stuff because they, they go full. Th- those guys go into ridiculous detail about stuff. But if you're into that stuff, it's a great listen. And it doesn't sound like you're just getting, uh, you know, like you're sitting in uh Ferris Bueller's class with Ben Stiller. It's it's uh it's it's good. It's it's good information. But um so um yeah. So I guess I don't know. So I guess the second thing everybody watched was The Mandalorian. <laughs> did it go? Did it go right to that for everybody? Oh yeah. <laughs> That's all I've watched. Yeah. So before. Hey, Milford. Well, hello, Milford. <laughs> So before we get into The Mandalorian, the other show I did watch one night, uh, or day I was off, or whatever it was, after watching cartoons, was the... God, I can't think of the name of it, but the the Jeff Goldblum one, where he just picks some random item and does a... Oh, I tried that. I really thought I would enjoy it, Oh, see, I I thought I wouldn't like it, and I was like, alright, it's Jeff Goldblum, he's doing weird stuff, maybe I'll try it. I loved it. I thought it was great. It was, like, perfect for me. Yeah. I well, the get... other one that I tried that I thought would be perfect for me was Encore with Kristen Bell. Um, uh-huh. Have y'all watched that one at all? No, no, I've not. Basically, it's these high school theater groups, and they get them back together like 15, 20 years later to redo the same play or musical that they did in high school. <laughs> so you've got the theater geek part of me, plus the girl that loves Kristen Bell. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This is going to be fantastic. But it was kind of boring too. I was oh, like, oh, yeah. kind of sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, <sighs> the Jeff Goldblum thing was strange, but it was so—he's so ridiculous Him. that it just like I—I I watched the sneaker one, which I think was the first, and I was like, dude, because he was totally—I mean, besides the fact he was—I mean, he was you know legitimately trying to find information doing, but he was, being, but it, but he was sounded like he was being condescending without being condescending, and like. And, and, and but the, like the the sneaker people who were talking to like just didn't get it like they were like I guess it's probably how we sound talking to people who aren't into Disney right. you know what I mean it's it's kind of how I equated it it's like all right you know I'm just try- I'm trying to educate you on this and you probably think I sound like this pompous ass who you know has to, you know has to go here and spend all this money to to enjoy a vacation instead of just going to like Six Flags but so that's kind of how I equated. <laughs> listening to him talk about it but but it's him so it's his spin on it it's his facial expressions and it's it's funny i haven't watched all of them there might be some duds in there but i i i, I was entertained so it's all that matters yeah i guess so but i think you were going back to the mandalorian i think that was the big draw for everybody i believe right? so yeah i think so yeah i was super I think- stoked for it 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know people that got Disney Plus just to watch The Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah, and I think they were banking on that because then once you got it and watched that, you're going to probably find something else that's going to interest you. You know, I think if this... nothing else, like if it's your first introduction to Star Wars, even you can go back and watch all the. They're all on there. Yeah, yep. all the other Star Wars stuff, yep. which is kind of where I am at this point because now I want to start like Rebels and Clone Wars and stuff like that. So Clone Wars um, first. Okay, yes, sir. Well, um, because in in the time in the timeline, that's that's where it is. And actually, there's a movie before the animated series started, but um, I don't know that you need to see the movie to understand what's going on. I think you'd grasp the premise, but uh, yeah, but there was a, a full-length like animated movie before the, st- the series started from Clone Wars. Clone Wars you're going to love, I think, Adrian, because I, I, ju- you know, I got sucked right into that. And that's, I started re-watching that again from, from the first season. Um, so that, yeah, that's a good I one. I sat down and made my kids watch A New Hope the other day. Oh, did you? Plus nice. movie for the week. <laughs> um, of course, and my daughter, because we constantly have Ray versus Leia debates oh, okay. in my house. She goes, you mean this one doesn't have Ray in it? No. <laughs> no. It's not. Sit down and watch Leia. <gasps> it has the better one. <laughs> <laughs> it has the real princess in it. Right. <laughs> so funny. are we going to like gush over the Mandalorian now? I guess we might as well, right? That's, Go off, girl. That what, that's what the people oh want to hear? So, it's so, so good. It's, it's like what a re- Can John Favreau do everything? And he, Dave, yeah, him and Dave Filoni. Yeah. Yes. Can they just be in charge of all geek things yes. at this point? Um, I feel like when I sat down and watched it, first off, it's the first time in a really long time that my husband and I both, it was like appointment TV. Yes. Like Friday, as soon as we got home, like kids, y'all, you were talking about finding, having a hard time sitting down. Yeah, yeah. You know, to watch TV. We were like, kids, go away for yeah. like an hour. Yep. I don't care what you do. You can wreck the whole rest of the house. Yes. But Just we are sitting down. leave us alone. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, even the last episode or the second of the last episode was released the Friday we were leaving for Disney and I had taken the day off and he had taken the day off and the kids were at school and we were like, we should be packing. Nah, but no. no, you got to watch. You got to see. <laughs> yeah. Because then yeah. you, then you literally have to stay off of everything because that's yeah. all. I mean, I, you know, the, the same people that I have a, that I chat with, uh, just about general regular Disney stuff. There was a group of, them. Um, some people were watching it, some people weren't, and uh, some wanted to talk about it and others didn't. So, you know, there's like six or seven of us that broke off to a separate Mandalorian chat and we're like, it was the same thing. It was just like, holy crap. Oh my God, really? Holy shit. You know, it's like, what's what's going on? You know, so, yeah. And, and it's so funny because so little happened. Like, it, it wasn't a show where like if something big was happening, there wasn't a big reveal. Right. Like, so little happened, yes. really, over those eight episodes. But it yep. was just so fantastically it was, told. It was how it was told. And the and the, and the the lack of dialogue, I think, is phenomenal. Yeah. It tells the story just through actions and the mm-hmm. cinematography and the characters. No, yes, I, I love it. It, it, was, it, was, it was perfect. And Baby Yoda. And then there's, yes, <laughs> then there's, is, of course, the Baby Yoda. He deserves better merch, though. The stuff in the Clark's room is terrible. Like, looks like someone made it on Photoshop in like first grade. My yeah. God, they're just getting stuff out for people to buy. Yeah, I mean, because at first it was all those just like 
shirts, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Literally a picture. With like a screenshot, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, where's it? something? I guess maybe because there's not a lot of dialogue, they don't have a lot of... Yeah. Adrian, they needed you to do your original t-shirt designs and help them out. That's right. I didn't know what they were doing. Clearly. For real. I do want the spirit jersey, though. They have a spirit jersey? There's a spirit jersey. Yes! That's pretty good. Oh, my gosh. I want that. And I want the Mandalorian on the back, I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I looked at it today because it's on the Shop Parks app, so I'm concerned. Oh, okay. I'm out of the loop with the merch. Slacker. I know. Um, <laughs> and the plush, I think, is being released. Oh, that's May? you'll never see that for months. It'll it'll be like whatever that last. <laughs> it be the new rose. Well, you'll gold see it on ears. eBay. The rose gold ears. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and build a bears in it now, right? They're yeah. making their own. Yeah. Yes, that's what I heard. So uh, it's that's crazy. Baby Yoda is the best thing in the whole wide world. I guess. And so. I really do. Was it the second episode, or maybe it was the. No, it was probably the third one because I think it was after he'd already like kidnapped him back. Um, but he like waddles out of the um, out of the uh, ship. Uh huh. And it's got uh, Amy Sedaris, the episode that she's in with her droids, and she like is fixing the ship for him. Oh yes, yes. So, um, um, he like wakes up from his little nap and yeah. He just down and i'm like oh you are literally the cutest thing in the entire world that's either the third or the fourth because it's, i think that's the fourth it's the fourth okay. yeah because it's it's after he he um re-kidnaps him yeah well it's after he has him when he's when he's with uh quill and he and yoda comes out yeah. and uh lifts up that that big beast for him to stab him yeah, yeah for him yeah. to after he has to get his ship back from the jawas so he's sleeping yeah. for that long time because he used all that force energy so yeah i think that yeah, i think milford's right he's that i believe that's yeah. the fourth yeah um yeah when he comes not out. as much internet outrage as i expected of him getting punched in the face though i know oh. by the storm <laughs> by the stormtrooper that... and you saw Jason that was Sudeikis, by I think, playing that stormtrooper yeah, yeah, I believe. Yeah, I think so. There was some. There was a bunch of cameos in some of those episodes when I started looking at uh, IMDb because I don't pay attention and recognize people, and I don't watch as much t- regular any regular television, so I don't know who everybody is that these stars that have popped up in it. So it's a lot. There was I mean, a lot. Nick, Nick Nolte. He was the voice. Um, um, he was Quill. He was Quill. Yeah. Uh. And then, like I said, Amy Sedaris, which took me a really long time to recognize her. I had no idea who that was. I mean, she. Uh, who else? You said Jason Sudeikis, Bill Burr, the comedian, was in that episode with the the bounty hunter. Oh yeah, he was one of the bounty together. hunter guys. Yeah, yep, yep. yep. Uh, I'm trying to think if there were any other. And Tekka Watiti is the voice of IG Eleven, right? Uh, yes. Yep. Yeah. Yes. I believe so. Yes. yes. I like so, that droid, even when he was bad. Even in the first episode, yeah. when when the Mandalorian shot him in the head, I was like, "Cause IG Eleven, there was in Clone Wars when when you get to it, Adrian, if you watch it, he's there's a whole bounty hunter group of episodes in IG. Uh, well, it's actually IG eighty eight, but it's the same right. droid. Yeah. It's the same droid, but yeah. They're so is that kind of like an R two unit? Like is IG a that's an IG unit, yeah. Yeah, okay. and it just has different number designations as they go around, but they all function the same. They got the spinning arms, and they're you know very. Because uh, 
They all have the same self-destruct mode because they can't <laughs> be captured. Because they can't be yeah. captured, yeah. And can we talk Does about that how Cara Dune is amazing? Sorry. Yeah. What's that? No, no, no. All, all I was going to say is, does that take place between um, episodes two and three? When does that take place? Clone Wars? Yeah. Yes, it's animated, so yeah, it's roughly... Yeah, so it's during the Clone War era, like after all the... Um, they get all the clones from Kamino, and they're all uh, grown up, and... Um, Got it, okay. And yeah, and, and Obi-Wan and uh, Anakin are commanding the army against Count Dooku and Grievous. Um, okay. Yeah. And that has Ahsoka in it, right? She's the she's Anakin's Padawan, yes. So how did they... Because I haven't seen it in the context of the prequel trilogy, how do they explain, like... Why is she not in the third movie? Um, and I thought he was never made a master. Because and that's one of the reasons he was so He's... Um, is he a master in this one? I feel like that's one of the reasons that he I believe turned to the dark side, right? Because they never trusted well, him. Well, this is this is long before any of that. So there's there's, I think, season three or so. Where he gets tested, they're on some weird planet where it's like supposedly like a strong, the strongest, where the strongest parts of the Force are, and it's and it's a lot of good versus evil, and it's very kind of occultish a little bit, but um, and it's and he gets tested, and it does show like him kind of that he's going to turn into Vader, and he resists all of it and trying to tries to get it all out of his head. Um, yes, something, um, I forget how it ends, because Ahsoka ends up getting, getting banished, because they think, I don't know if she, I forgot how it ended, because in the last, up, she's not in the last season, because, uh, only five seasons appeared on Disney XD, the sixth one was Netflix only, because Disney dropped it, because they, because they fired Filoni, or they weren't renewing it. And I forget what it was, so then they didn't want to, uh, so they didn't put, the, and, but the episodes were done, but they didn't want to air it for whatever reason, so they it went to Netflix, huh. went to Netflix only, so the sixth season is only on Netflix. Now, it's on Disney Plus now, they're all there. But something, I can't remember the plot line, something happened with Ahsoka where she either did something against the Jedi, but it was for ultimately the greater good, but she ended up being, uh, having her saber taken and being, uh, she like ran away and was in the darkness so that's why during Rebels towards the last season or two when she came back it was like a huge deal when there was rumors that Ahsoka was because now she was an adult and not a kid anymore and she was and in Rebels um, Anakin has already turned it's the few the once or twice that Vader shows up it's it's Vader and I forget the timeline of that one that one's after Obviously, after episode three. Yeah, it's after three, but I don't remember where it lies in the timeline. I forget. Because it's a whole cast of different characters. Um, there's a big man, there's a lot of Mandalorian stuff going on in there because there's one uh, Mandalorian girl. That's where the Darksaber shows up, right? The Darksaber shows up. Show? It shows up in both. It's in Clone Wars oh, too. Okay. But it does come in, in Rebels, yeah. It does come back in Rebels, I believe. I never finished watching... Oh, I did. I did watch the whole Rebels series. I was real late to that one, though, because I didn't care for it when I first watched it. And then I went back, like, after the second season and, and binge-watched to catch up. It was good. It was good. The characters grow on you. But Clone Wars, to me, was top-notch. That was, like, the greatest 
freaking uh, animated series I've ever watched. It was so good. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, Mandalorian. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, I, I don't know where to start. Like I have feel I have to watch all of them again. You know, before before the next season starts coming out, but it's just the. Uh, when is that? When is the next season? I don't think they've even started filming yet. I'm assuming in the late next year. Late next year? Not even next year. Not even this year? Yeah. Not in 2020? Nope. Well, like, I think fall of 2020 is when it's going to I mean, like this year. I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> damn. We're in 2020. Yeah, yeah, we sorry. are. My bad. Well, for no, still no. in 2019. For real. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I wish I still was. Um. <laughs> Okay, I was gonna have me nervous. I was like, "Damn, they're gonna do that?" <laughs> Having years in between, so all right. Yeah, I it, want the Obi Wan thing, but it sounds like it's on hold right now. That's what I heard. It's on hold uh, too. Yeah, they've got the storylines. Like yeah, I think. Yeah. I think they just tried to do too much at once. I guess I don't know. Well, they started production on Loki, right? Oh, did they? Okay. Yep. I saw a, like a cast picture on Twitter or something. Maybe. Okay. Um, so I think Loki is in in, in the, the works. works. Like officially in the works. Right. Okay. Um, I, th- I think the Cassie and Andor show um, is officially in the works. I think they've started pre-production on that. Uh, and what else is there that they've announced? That Oh, um, the Scarlet Hawkeye. Witch. Scarlet Witch. Oh, oh okay. yeah. WandaVision. That's what it's called. Yeah. Oh, WandaVision. Yeah. Meh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not interested in that. I don't but, have any interest yeah. in that. But to go to go completely off, because that reminded me of something, and because um, the trailer was before uh, at least Star Wars, where I saw. It. How about that freaking um, Black Widow uh, trailers? Did they had they play those before Star Wars when you guys saw it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wow! Right. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. That that little clip with her and her sister and her, I guess her father, somebody at like. I think it's her dad. Yeah. Her dad. That was pretty funny. <laughs> the dude from Stranger Things. He's fantastic. Oh, is that who that is? See, I don't know any of these people. I know way too much. I'm sorry. I guess so. <laughs> that I'm movie, still I trying feel to get like into has a lot of things. pressure on it. <laughs> I think it does too, because after because if it fails, how do, do they continue with phase? What are we on phase four? I don't or, know. or does it start to fall apart? You know, yeah. And it's only the second female-led MCU movie, right? Yeah, wasn't yeah. After Marvel, the first. So, I believe and that's so, what they yeah. said. They that's what they always said. They didn't do a Black Widow for before, because who wants to see a female-led? Uh, well, I bet, you, I bet you a lot of people do. I mean, I, I well, still... Well, Wonder Woman showed them, right. didn't she? Even yeah. though she's not MCU. No, but right. that was a good movie. Wonder Woman I think was that's a very what sparked movie. Captain Marvel. Yeah, I still haven't seen that. I haven't watched that yet. You haven't seen Captain Marvel yet? No, I can't. It's I keep... Disney Plus, right? Yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. And I keep forgetting, like, that I... Of what I ha- haven't seen and have seen. Because I haven't had time to see. Like, once, like, the... Once all the kids' sports stuff is done, and it's like all of a sudden we realize, I'm like, oh, okay, like I have some time to do like other things, <laughs> not because now it's just like there's no time. Like the Mandalorian, I was watching, um, I was watching before I went to work in the morning. It was just either I would sit on the, in the TV in the other room, and I was watching it at you know three o'clock in the morning <laughs> because it was the only time right. I had to do it. 
So that's or I'd watch it on my phone, sitting, you know, eating my breakfast or something. But um, I very rarely sat and watched it at the at a you know a time when normal people would be watching TV. <laughs> so yeah, that was it. That was my big treat for eight weeks. But um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I just I can't. I mean. Uh, yeah, I'm sure after rewatching, we could go into specifics of each episode, but I don't feel that's necessary. <laughs> Excuse yeah. me. But all in all, it was yeah, it was definitely was fantastic. The characters were good. The character development I think was great. I like the little, I like the ragtag team of people who you know don't want to. Not that they didn't want to work together, but what's her face, uh, Cara Dune was you know mm-hmm. clearly fine doing whatever she was doing until. You know, she found out that he's, you know, after Imperials who were after this little guy. And, right. you know, and Car- Carl Weathers, I, you know, can't fig- couldn't figure out what he was. Wasn't sure whether I liked that character the first bunch of episodes. And I was like, then, you know, like anything else, he kind of grew on you. Like once he kind of made himself out in the open, like, yeah, we were, you know, we were going to have you rescue him, kill you and take the child, you know. And then but then once he kind of. Turned. I still didn't trust him for a really long time. Yeah, like, I didn't. Well, it was only that second to last episode when they were running away. When he saved, when the the baby Yoda or whatever the hell he is saved him, that he kind of turned yeah. and said, "Okay, this isn't some normal weird child." Yeah, he's trying to eat. So, yeah. I don't know. You know, who knows? We'll see what next season brings, but. The ending yeah. was I end- also like the marketing for it too how there weren't a ton of trailers in your face it wasn't no. you kind of went into the series having no idea what what it yep. was it made it extra cool because it's so not Disney they yes. just over trailer everything everything yeah they didn't jam it down your throat there's just I think the mystery behind it was was enough to uh, to um, reel everybody in and like you said at the beginning Adrian it was the show was not jam-packed with a million different things and five different storylines like any other kind of show of that nature would have. It was basically one directive, and yeah, there was side shoots, side stuff that he had to endure between getting to point A to point B, but it was nothing ridiculously uh, overcomplicated, you know what I mean? Like, it was easy to follow. Yeah. Which is good, which I'm glad. Tired right. of com- it's not tired like of- I was watching. Uh... Yeah, the Marvel movies or the right. Star Wars movies in general, because where you need a, where you need a pie, you know, a, a, a chart, right? <laughs> strings, exactly. strings, and nails everywhere, like a, you know, like a serial killer makes. <laughs> just a, just a, a road map, just to find out where what the hell's going on with who. <laughs> um, and I appreciated that, and I feel like. Star Wars fans appreciated that. Yeah. You know, in that, you know, it just goes to show you that all Star Wars stuff doesn't have to be attached to Skywalkers to be successful. No, not at all. And, uh, but because maybe there's not as much to argue about when there's not a Skywalker involved. True. <laughs> there's no drama. <laughs> yeah. You can just enjoy it and appreciate it as someone dallying in the world. Exactly. And, uh, so yeah. So what do y'all think the sustainability is of Disney Plus versus all these other streaming services? Oh, I don't think it's going anywhere. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if they'll start merging. They've got to at this point, right? I mean, merging with 
other. Well, I'm just thinking maybe like they'll buy Hulu or like oh, Netflix and oh, Apple I... will combine because there's too many. You know there's what I mean? Too many. I got gotcha, you. Gotcha. Well, they already have Hulu, right? Hulu's well, part of it. They do. It's a well. It's no, it's a bundling option with with ESPN right. Plus. But, but they that... got a portion. But they've got a, they own a portion of Hulu now, a major portion. Oh, maybe, but that's only for the streaming end of it, not for the live TV end. So that's right. So that's why it didn't benefit me because we use Hulu here for the live TV and the streaming. So it made no sense for me to. Plus, I couldn't anyway unless I canceled what I have and got the Disney Plus, and then you get ESPN Plus, which I don't watch that much sports, so it, that didn't matter to me. For twelve ninety nine a year or whatever the hell it was, a month, I mean, or whatever the hell it was, I don't even remember what it was. I got the things in the mail to coupons beforehand to sign up for two years or something like that so i did that and you got like uh whatever it's like a couple months free when you did that see i did the d23 thing i got it for like I, it's some crazy yeah that's number, three years like two, for like yeah that's for like 2.99 a month or something yeah that's stuff. that's what my mother did too yeah i don't have d23 anymore i let it lapse but there yeah, was i just signed up <laughs> i used to just renew it but then um yeah so yeah i don't know maybe it was it was sound like a similar thing that i got too but i don't remember from what it why why i got it maybe they still think i'm d23 (laughs) (laughs) well i think all you had to be was like the free version like the isn't there a free level yeah you had to be you had to be paying oh okay yeah i don't know i got mine through verizon so oh there you go yeah, however yeah. it works. Yeah, so you got yours for free, right? I did for the first year. Oh, nice. I don't have unlimited. I didn't do that route. Oh, look at that. Millennial. I'll be paying six ninety nine after that, but I totally will. Shocked the IT guy doesn't use more than 16 gig a month. Or 16 <laughs> whatever a month. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's because if you keep it on the Wi-Fi, you don't need, you don't, you're not using it. That's exactly right. <laughs> But I had small children who stuck my phone out while we were in the car. Oh, yeah. And then suddenly I heard YouTube from the backseat. Yeah. They're in all my data. So we just went on for the unlimited. See, I got the hotspot in the car. Ah, smart. It was with AT&T. It could add it on. It was only like, um, it was like adding a line. So I think it was like eight eight bucks a month. Worth it. And there's always Wi-Fi in the car. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, but, um, but anyway, yeah. So that's my that's my question. I think about Disney Plus in general is if they don't start producing more original content, are they going to lose subscribers? To, I mean, like my parents are all about the CBS All Access right now because it's got Star Trek going. Uh, so, okay. you know, there's new Star Trek over there, and you I, know, Netflix always has something new. Yeah, I guess it depends on what you like to watch and what type of shows i mean it still is disney so i don't think they're going to get too content content wise i don't think they're going to you know i think the the mandalorian is probably and risque isn't the word but as you know as uh action-packed and and the marvel series you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um other than that i think they're going to bank on new people and families that are just you know, people who are just having kids now who um, 
you know, since physical media is kind of a thing of the past now, so to get to watch these movies, like parents showing their kids Toy Story for the first time, or Cars, or those, you know, classic Pixar and Disney movies that, like, my kids grew up with, and yours too, Adrian, I think that's how it's going to, that's how they're going to get it. You know what I mean? I don't think there's not going to be DVD clubs or any of that stuff anymore. If you want to watch these movies, you got to sign up for Disney Plus. Yeah. So maybe that that'll be it. Um, and I'm sure more, uh, as you said, original programming will come along as 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 these first couple do, uh, as they roll these first couple out and see how they do. I guess you know. Um, yeah. You know, but it was it's fun going back and watching like for people who watched old. The older series of things, like me for the Clone Wars and then Gravity Falls and mm-hmm. cartoons, you know, animated series that I remember watching that my kids not necessarily didn't watch either one of those with me. But, you know, Gravity Falls, I always like to watch. So, um, you know, and so I, I, I that's kind of what I think about it. I mean, they have a ton of different stuff of all on these uh in their documentaries, you I haven't fully explored it. I mean, because there is so much, like you were saying. Yeah, there's a lot of nature films. A lot of the nature films are in there, and there's there's like a Marvel documentary and a Stan Lee thing, and there's quite a bit of stuff. Yeah. And of course, yeah, my see, kids I... are still on a Phineas and Ferb kick. Oh, that's a great show. <laughs> it is, it that's is. A I'm not really upset good about show. If you sit oh, and watch that show... If you sit and watch that, I used to watch because the kids, my kids, watched that, and I would watch that with them. I'd be like, "Dude, I love it." I'm like, "These guys are geniuses!" Like uh, Dan Pavmeyer and uh, Swampy Marsh. I'm like, first of all, the ideas that they come up with for these kids to do and build these <laughs> crazy things, and I mean, I'm like, "This is freaking amazing!" Like, I wish I had that kind of imagination. And, yeah. it's and like, apparently, it's they created they created another show called Milo Murphy's Law. Yeah. And uh, my kids are watching that right now. Okay. Like, they discovered it today. I didn't get into that one as much, but yeah, Phineas and Ferb was like, it was hard to talk. They used to, and they had episodes. I remember I had to get Star that. Wars special? The Star Wars one's very good. Somebody somebody else just, oh, uh, Milford, uh, Tim just found that. Because he, they, for some reason, him and Adam, or just him, just started watching Phineas and Ferb. And he had yeah. something in his, in their, in their, group the other day about the Star Wars episodes. I'm like, dude, where have you been, man? I think like it's like five years old. <laughs> right. And then I realized I'm like, wow, I'm a forty three year old man stating that you missed the uh, cartoon Star Wars crossover <laughs> episode from five years ago. Like like you're the one in the wrong <laughs> My my parents kept my kids a couple weeks ago when I went to go pick them up. And my mom looked at me and she goes, Did, have you seen the Star Wars Phineas and Ferb? <laughs> so, <laughs> apparently, my kids made my parents watch it, too. It's funny to go back. So, like, well, my oldest is 15. I know, I know Milford's got, uh, his kids are older than that, and, and Melanie's as well. Um, but, so, then they were searching through stuff, because they think it's great now. Because you get these streaming services, and, you know, there's one master account, which is usually mine. And then, like, the kids can put all their own profiles and do their own thing. And my kids love that because they're teenagers. And they're like, oh, my God, you know, I can do my own thing. I don't have to go on dads or moms to watch my shows. I can, you know, because they're both old enough now. I think 13 is the age limit, you know, to have your own thing without having a 
right. parental thing on it, which pisses the seven-year-old off because he's like, "How come mine has to have the lock symbol?" And I'm like, "Oh, you know, I, I'm not lying about your age to Disney. They already know." <laughs> but they, but they were going back and looking through stuff, and you know, my so the big live-action show was Hannah Montana when they were growing up. So and they watched it all the time. So he's like, oh, they have Hannah Montana on here? I'm like, yeah, they have Hannah Montana on here. All those shows you guys used to watch, the Zack and Cody show and the, uh, oh, I can't remember, but, you know, all those Disney Channel shows when there still was Disney Channel. Right. So it was funny for their reaction to that stuff. Little secret, Hannah Montana wasn't just for kids. No, I watched it every night with them, me and my wife. My wife and I used to watch it all the time. We um, I had the albums because <laughs> they liked the songs. I had it all. Yep. It so was... the whole thing with whether it's going to be, you know, whether it's going to have the content to keep people engaged, I kind of have the same problem with Apple Plus because I signed up. It came out pretty much at the same time. Right. And I signed up for Apple Plus, and they had a couple good shows on there. Originally, they had the for man for all mankind, which was kind of cool. Okay. Uh, it had a premise that the Russians got to the moon before we did. Right. So it was kind of like an altered timeline. It's really messed up. But anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they also had this morning show thing with uh, Steve Carell and Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon, which was kind of cool. Oh, yeah? But it kind of took the whole path of the whole Matt Lauer thing. Oh. Uh... Yeah. But... You know, they don't have a lot of content on there. I don't see a whole lot of new shows coming out. Oh, I see. You know, and that's all just basically their stuff. But what Apple Plus does that I don't see anybody else doing is they're integrating and they'll link to, like, if I have a Star Wars, I want to watch Star Wars Episode Three. it shows up in there and it takes me to Disney Plus to watch it. Oh, okay. So it kind of is a for the lack of better terms, kind of a dashboard for all the other services, too. Right, right. At least on my Apple TV. And I loaded the Apple Plus app on my uh, Sharp TV upstairs because it's a Roku. Okay. And it does the same thing. It will integrate with the other apps that I have on there. Oh, interesting. To find stuff. So it's really good for a search tool, at least. But yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're going to have the content to keep it up. Right, right. You I know? hear you. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Well, I am super glad to see that they have the Lilo and Stitch TV series on here. <laughs> I'm going for the important stuff here, people. Very. Stuff, right. The stuff that I remember watching and enjoy. <laughs> there is a few shows that I that are not on here that I do remember watching with my kids, and I'm wondering why. I'm wondering who to contact about that. Send them some <laughs> emails. <laughs> Maybe it was a series that they didn't own or didn't do, but they had them on the. Uh, they were they were short lived. There was a couple animated series that were not. They must have not been popular, but I had them all DVR'd when they had the old cable box. <laughs> so has anybody? So have y'all watched the New Hope off of Apple or I mean off of uh, Disney Plus? No, we did. So the New Hope, the, the yeah. Greedo scene. Hmm. The extra word that Greedo talk, says before he gets shot. No, why would they do? Oh, it's only it's only in that version on De- on Disney hmm. Plus. Really? He says some odd word. It's like McCulkey. Huh? And it's not in any of the other 
ones that I have. I went back and watched the DVD, and it's not on it. Huh. It also still really throws me off the added digital digital stuff that he added in. Um, like, it still feels very out of place. Yeah. Like, when we were walking into Tatooine and all the different creatures and whatnot that he added in, I was like, it just, it still feels weird. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what this necessary for all that. Yeah, I, I don't know that I would be able to point out the well, differences they did, immediately. They did that before episode one came out. Yeah, that was when they re-released. They did a re-release. The re-release. They re-released the everything yep. in the theaters, yeah, because we went and saw yep. that. We went and my wife and I had gone and like, and saw I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they digitally enhanced them, and it was this, the better, bigger sound effects, and yeah, and all those added scenes or digitized stuff to... They added the scene with Han Solo and and Jabba, uh, Jabba, Jabba in, the hut, yep, in the uh, docking bay. Yep. Yeah, interesting. Um, so I, I mean, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, it hasn't even been a year, so um, you know, as with anything else, only time will tell. Hopefully. Hopefully they don't just keep rolling content out for the sake of rolling content, and it, and as much of it is at least the quality of the Mandalorian, uh, or if not better. I mean, everybody's not going to like everything, obviously, but if they keep um, doing stuff like that, that's not just stuff you're expecting. I think that would be better, at least for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't need to watch the same stuff just with different character names and different similar plots and a whole other convoluted storyline or anything else like I don't I, for me who's somebody who does not watch a lot of television and, and usually chooses other things over watching sitting and watching TV um, when I am sitting and watching it I'd like to have something that's going to uh, engage me a little bit and, and entertain me without having to think too much as I've said numerous times in here it's why I just kind of stick with one category of movies too which would be either be comedies or Disney stuff because I really don't have to think that much I just want to be entertained um, mm-hmm. so I can't I can't get involved in anything too crazy <laughs> I, don't have the med- I don't have the mental capacity anymore to deal with it <laughs> right oh man um, yeah so um Mandalorian and Imagineering Story. Go watch it. Yes. <laughs> Do your homework, people. <laughs> um, and if you want to get a little weird, then uh, throw some Jeff Goldblum on and watch him talk about ice cream and sneakers and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I haven't done that. Tweet yeah. Disney with me demanding more Yule Logs because <laughs> yes, we need to right. start a revolution. The princess has spoken. The duchess has spoken. So uh, Yeah, but we don't need just castles. We need, we need every IP. You know, you're right. IP. You're right. Every IP. Be, so, so what I, do you, there needs to be one from the Incredibles house. You know. Oh, there you go. Fireplace. Well, they had uh, one I in think the they second have a one. Fireplace on the Falcon. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, exactly. <laughs> along with the hollow chessboard. Right. <laughs> and the cantina. Yes. Uh, oh, You'll log in there. Why that, not? That would be Why fun. Not? Yep. So, the only place you couldn't have one really is. Uh, Pocahontas couldn't have a fireplace because her her teepee would burn down. <laughs> but well, they still had know. a hearth in the middle, right? <laughs> of a teepee? Work? I don't know, maybe I don't know. Yeah, the 
I've been to Plymouth Plantation. I know what it looked like in that area. Oh, all right. They had fireplaces, or they had fires in the teepees. Okay. What do you yeah. think? They sat around and warm <laughs> while they were smoking their pipes. Well, I figured they just <laughs> sat outside with something rotating on the spit. It was a dual-purpose fire. Um, yeah, uh, hey, anything's possible. It's a it's a Disney Yule log. They can do whatever the hell they want. <laughs> Wally could definitely have one. Yes, there's a lot of garbage to burn on that planet. I was going to say burn the garbage <laughs> instead of clean it up. <laughs> oh, boy, that's funny. That's funny. Now, if that actually ever happens, that would be pretty hysterical. Jessica will get all the credit. Uh, that's all oh, absolutely. Listening, we want we want credit for that's the idea. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jessica yes. can have it all. You take my share too. Oh, Milford can share it. Okay, Milford can share it with me. I'll just enjoy. It. I'll just <laughs> I'll just be able to say I I know that girl. Talk to her every week for like three years. I witnessed the beginning <laughs> of a revolution. <laughs> uh, oh, dear Lord, bless us. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's getting about that time. <laughs> Starting to get a little silly and straying. Um, oh, that could be the bourbon. It could be. It could be. Um, none for me. It's a school night. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, so that's that. That's our take on the Disney Plus. I'm sure we will, uh, as we explore other things, we'll let you know how we feel about it and what we think about it. Because now as we're all waiting for The Mandalorian to return in the fall, we're going to have to watch something else. Um, so we'll figure it out. Yeah, there's there's so much other stuff on there besides just the normal Disney stuff. Um, I don't understand The Simpsons I was never a fan of that show. I don't knock it, but I was never a fan. I never got into it. I don't know how that plays into Disney at all or how that works with the rights and everything else. And uh, it really doesn't matter. I guess it's, that's a, probably a huge plus for them, for people to be able to, yeah, pick, just, to, pick, to pick that up I on I just there. don't get the fact that, you know, a show's been on for 20 years and the kids never grew up. <laughs> <laughs> don't think too hard about it. Yeah. I know, right? This is true. This is true. It is a cartoon. I know. <laughs> but still. Uh, oh, boy. I don't know. Okay, so with that being said, we thank everyone for listening, and we'll talk to you all next time. Follow our troop at www.dizexplorers.com where you can find all the links for all our hosts' social media accounts. You can also follow the podcast on our Facebook group at The Diz Explorers and on Twitter and Instagram at The Diz Explorers. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, and also on YouTube. Thanks for listening.
Pickett and Spectral Magic. 